1: with Con Air Girl Bomb Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip.
2: I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've
1: summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The
0: Nikki Glazer Podcast.
2: Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. We are um, pre recording these episodes. So um, we were at the Super Bowl last weekend but um and it was great
0: (laughs) oh my god it was amazing Oh man right what an experience
2: remember when the ball went in the stands and you caught it
0: i caught it with one hand does that ever
2: happen does Does it ever go into the i guess if you're
0: sitting in the end zone and they kick it over the field goal net or sometimes the dopey guys don't lift the field goal net quick enough and it's going up and going up and then the the ball goes through and over they get to keep it it You get to keep it. And then on rare occasions, a guy will score a touchdown and he'll throw the ball in the stands. And I think they get fined for that, but
2: sometimes what a nice you just thing gotta to let do. your passion take over. I love when those I see those clips of like um, LeBron or something giving his shoes to a fan, but they always take out the inserts first because those things are like
0: <laughs> custom-made
2: and expensive. I asked Chris, I'm like, that's so nice they do that because they don't want them to like smell. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: they're super it's expensive. because
2: they're custom inserts. Um,
3: There is yeah. this
0: commercial. It was a Mahomes commercial. Every commercial these days is Mahomes, Mahomes Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. There's the, those are the yeah. three. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they did win the Super Bowl last year. So that's fair. It's just very convenient that they're in the Super Bowl again because all the commercials they made last year apply.
2: Oh, so you're yeah. saying it could be an inside job. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> Why wouldn't the NFL have it in their best interest to get the chiefs all the way when they have made 360 million dollars off of taylor swift being at their shows why would not they want the chiefs to then make it all the way i mean how would you even fix a game though
0: i didn't realize that this was a tucker carlson episode because exactly <laughs> yeah, this is, the biggest,
2: <laughs> I this mean, is theory. the biggest conspiracy conspiracy the
0: conspiracy theory Well, I don't Um, think it has
2: to do with Biden, although... um, But I just think it has to do with the... Well, I guess the NFL is probably tied into...
3: I want to just piggyback on Nikki's question to Brian, because from what I heard, and this is even like before this whole movement, um, I have a friend who's skeptical about it, Mm -hmm. and he told me that um, wrestling and football are designated as sports entertainment, which is why the outcomes can be I don't want to I say I didn't it.
0: hear that about football. I know that about wrestling. But or like, I didn't hear like that WWE about football.
3: wrestling? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like Yeah. We wrestling. all know
2: that is like kind of predetermined and and a theatrical performance at this point. I feel like we know that. Yeah. But yeah. That's interesting that football is under that it would be so hard to pull off. Title. That's what I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think too. Like, how would it even be fixed? Like oh God, to
0: fix football. But let's just be clear to the besties out there who are listening to this basically in like April of 2025. <laughs> that this is we're talking about the Super Bowl that happened like six weeks ago. But no, um, it was like
2: it was last week, I think, is when was this airs. Week. But we have not gone it to like it yet. We are pre-taping now. these episodes because I am happened. I am traveling to Australia right now. It was
0: a tight game. Um Also, by the way, the Niners and the Chiefs, who played in the Super Bowl last week, did you know that the Niners and the Chiefs played in the Super Bowl three years ago and the Chiefs won?
2: Oh, no, I did not know that. the fact
0: that this is some kind of setup where they had to bring the Chiefs and the 49ers together for maximum... Wasn't it
2: 2020? Like, wasn't it like the election year? It was four years ago? Yeah, well, the
0: Super Bowl is in the February after the season. got it, got it,
2: got it. It's the 2020 season, though. Got it.
0: Yeah, so while Trump was president the 49ers and the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl
2: mm.
0: in 2020, the election year. So th- to say that now they brought the Chiefs and the 49ers into the Super Bowl again to get Biden elected makes no sense.
2: Well, I don't even know how those would be connected. And I really don't care to know because it's just a waste of it's my brain It's insanity, space. yeah. I don't I mean, want to hear about it. I really, I just don't care. But I do think it's just, well, I mean, it's, it, it, all, it could also be, you know, how I don't think that anything... It's just like wow, it was meant to be. It could also be that Taylor Swift is attracted to the most talented person on the most talented team, and therefore that's why she's attracted to him because she's the most talented person in her field. So why wouldn't they win? Because she's attracted to someone who's talented, and so yes, the talented person gets far. It like might not be this, um, you know, like the covert plan. Yeah, no. it's, it's just a, it's just it all makes sense. Like yeah, he's good. i think travis kelsey
0: is probably the best tight end to ever have played the game but to say that he's the most talented person on that field is is he's not top five
2: well really on the field if if, on
0: the field yeah because i mean uh, between both teams i think patrick mahomes i think uh christian mccaffrey Mm -hmm. i think nick bosa i think fred warner i think all these guys are yeah, I yeah. think all these guys are probably equal <laughs> or better to Travis Kelsey.
2: But I think Travis Kelsey is the best in commercials. Although Andy Reid, the, the Chiefs Andy coach, is, is really amazing. funny in that Chicken Fingers one. Yeah, these But the, the one commercial where he's talking about well, Mahomes is with a foot-long sub and then a foot-long cookie. And he's like, it's the best pairing ever. I could ever imagine. It's the best duo. And Travis Kelsey, like he looks over and Travis Kelsey's just looking so sad. <laughs> that is that face he makes is so funny. it's so yeah. good. Man, he, I would he I does a
0: good job playing that sidekick if that were Taylor I'd be like babe, around. you
2: killed that. yeah I would be I would really <laughs> I'd be so proud of him because it's really it's really nice when your partner does something as a comedian really comedically like soup like next level. So I guess mm-hmm. if I wasn't Taylor, if I was me and I was dating him, I'd be like, "Whoa, you just like did something in my field that is like really impressive to me." Like, um, Chris told me this idea he has for the thing he's working on, um, right now. Last night, and it was like this really creative, funny idea, and I it got it got me horned up because I was oh. like, "That's like yeah. you're you're stepping into my world, and I like it." His and His idea like, was came, so good. Yeah, it was really that good. It got you horny. Yeah, but he's in LA and I'm here, so it's easy for me to be like I'm horny because um, I don't have to do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just get points for if you were here, I would have had sex with you, but I can't. Oh no, yeah. oh. um, uh, this is 39. So, um, yeah, I got. Um, I'm wearing a, a bestie shirt. It says I'm in my besties era. In my besties era. Nikki Glaser podcast, and it has all these stars on it that have um, each one is Taylor Swift's um, different album, which there are 10 of them, but now we know there's only going to be 11 coming up um, April 19th. Um, I really appreciate it. These two guys made this shirt for me. I forget their names, but they were in Fort Pierce, I believe, and it was really, Mm. really nice, and they got me one, and they were both wearing them, and they were so sweet, or maybe Daytona. It was wherever I was last time. So thank you so much for those, and I'm wearing it, and it's so cute. Fort
0: Pierce, a beautiful town filled with all sorts of beautiful people. They mm-hmm. love drinking uh, canned beer out of trail, out of uh, coolers in parking lots in Fort Pierce. Oh, yeah. people so.
3: tailgating
2: before your shows? No, they no, were tailgating. No, they were just kind of
0: like in the streets.
2: Yeah, they just like oh. drink in the streets and play music in the street. I don't really remember what Fort... Oh, yes, I do. It was kind of like... Really run down until you get right into where the theater yeah. was. We were playing, and then it's like really pretty. There are lots of really
0: dark, abandoned parking lots with mm-hmm. large men all <laughs> circling a cooler, drinking beers, <sighs> and that night. What a
2: life! Yeah, that sounds great to me. I really want that for myself. I, I want mean, just my, to go to
0: the parking lot.
2: Yeah, like every night you have some place to go. It reminds me of high school when we would always mm. go oh, to Starbucks, well, yeah, Barnes and Noble every single night and you would just go there and you'd get a chai tea latte and you would read the books and like flirt with boys and work on your homework and it would just be in this cafe area and it was just a place to go to every night and then you'd go outside and watch Doug Reese smoke by the bike rack and you yeah. would just like hang out with him while he smoked even though like you wanted to smoke but you're too scared to but you would just flirt and then you'd go home and it was just a thing you did every night to hang out and there's n- nothing like that anymore unless you drink so I guess wait <sighs> the drinking is involved with this Fort Pierce hang I'm guessing but there's, yeah. if people don't drink, there's nowhere to just go and hang with. But I friends. think there's
0: more to that than just the hang. I think it's about a community. When you, I think we we all yeah. are searching to revisit our high school experience. In that there's like a community of people where not everybody Noah. knows everybody.
3: Yeah, I was just gonna say not all of Noah us. it does not. Want to we get all back to want high that.
0: All. No, that <laughs> no. You just don't realize you want it so bad. She, That's why you're having a baby because like you want a community of people. You see every day. <laughs> you just want to see the same I, no. people again and again.
2: Yeah, you're, babies do bring community. You're
3: right.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Babies do like you meet new people through having a baby. School. You're going you,
0: to send them to school, mm-hmm.
2: and you're going to meet parents through that. You'll like make friends through a baby. Babies do bring community. That, it also brings isolation. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Well, the yeah. main desire is the just
3: is to like redo <laughs> my family and just like yes. have it the way I I want it. Yeah. Yes. Not the way I was forced to have it.
2: God, if my parents die, I will get pregnant. Like. Over, like, at my dad's funeral. I think I I don't, (laughs) because I think that's why I don't have kids is because, or want kids is because I'm just like, I have my parents, like, they're so good enough. I don't need, I Mm. love them so much. I don't need to, I don't feel that desire to do that. But I, I keep thinking if they died, I, I don't know what I, I – I really, I really want advice from people who's lost a parent or parents because I – actually, I don't because I don't want to think about it. It's something that's like, do you prepare yourself for it so that when it comes, you can handle it better? Or or do you just live like it's never going to happen because it's going to happen anyway and you don't want to think about it until it does because why dwell on something that you can't help that's well, going to be inevitable? You know, how or do you just kill yourself before they die?
3: <laughs> you know and how that we, we go say? through – yeah, what
0: would you say? That's how I feel about going to France. <laughs> I just don't want to think about it until it's over. It's already wait, happened.
3: Wait, are There's you going to
2: France?
0: Potentially, yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. I I, I know your joke about that. Yeah, yeah. I love I love that. I've that's the way I feel about Australia, which is where I am now. Yeah. As this podcast is being. Whoa, taped. look
0: at that kangaroo out your window. That's pretty
2: oh, cool. Oh, tiny kangaroo down sport. Um, <laughs> do you have yeah, any plans? I'm so nervous.
3: What is Australia like? Any like besides the Taylor Swift show? Anything? You're looking yeah, forward, forward to see Taylor to Swift me? in
2: Melbourne and go to Sydney. Got
3: gap. Want
2: to go see Matchbox Twenty, but they're playing 30 miles outside of um, Melbourne the ah. night I land, or the, Where? the, which the I land the morning, and then I don't know which direction. Probably mm. in, uh, east. I don't Ice. know. East. Are you going around Australia or just to like one no. part? Just staying in Melbourne, and then we have a wedding in Lorne, L O R N E, like Lorne Michaels. Lorne Michaels. And then yeah. we have, and then I'm flying to Sydney to go see Taylor and then we skedaddle. But I'm just Mm. stressed about preparing for Australia because it's nearly two weeks and I just don't know how people pack for this shit. two fucking weeks? I don't know. (laughs) Dude, it's 10 days. I don't even know how... Oh, yeah. I don't like to re-wear jeans and like... I don't like... I like things to be like tight when I put them on and like... And I smell... I think I make things stinky fast. I can't re-wear things uh, like a shirt more than once. Shirts, once. So I need at least... 43 shirts because i feel like each day i don't know what if i don't want to wear day. one of the 10 like i that's can't it, figure out each Nikki. day like i definitely know i need to wear this yes. shirt. you say
0: each day with an australian accent die. even in an each american die. accent
2: yeah i don't know what to do um i, I know that i'll just bring literally 43 shirts
0: do laundry mm. one weekend chop it in half
2: or get it done yeah that's what i'll probably do if you're in melbourne yeah it's not like time. i'm going to some aboriginal tribe you know no, what? You can cow. always not, not buy stuff anyway. too. Yes, I could. I can buy stuff. But I hate shopping. I only shop mm. online. I do not go to stores. It depresses me so greatly because of the consumerism, the amount of things. Then I have to go in the dressing room. I see a side of my body that will literally make me want to throw myself off a building. But then I stop and I go, I don't want to throw myself off a building because then an autopsy person will see my naked body and I'm too ashamed. So then I'm in this weird limbo <laughs> where I have to keep living in my body Uh, that I hate. Because I literally had that thought. I was like, I am so disgusting. I want to die. And then I go, but then they would have to do an autopsy and they would see Mm -hmm. my fucking flat, fuck, fat ass. And I just couldn't handle it. This was the last time I went shopping. That was in September and I haven't gone back since. I do not Mm -hmm. like shopping in stores. If I try something on, it will be over my clothes in in the main area. I'll wear like tight enough clothes that I can put them on over. Mm -hmm. I will not step foot in a dressing room. I will not have someone assist me like that woman asking about your sister sizes, I would <laughs> never, <laughs> ever allow that. I would just guess by, a, like Chris actually did it the other day when we were planning for the Grammys party. He went to the store and came home with $4,000 worth of clothes because he Holy didn't feel shit. like trying them on. And I was like, yes, this is my man because I don't, I don't want to try them on there. It's weird mm-hmm. pressures you are suddenly getting advice from this person you just met who you have no idea if they have yeah. good style or not. And it's just, you're on your own. The lighting is horrific. Oh, yeah. You horrific. go out there you say, how
0: does this look to a person? Or the
2: mirror is skinny and it's lying uh-huh. to you. You can't trust fucking anything out no. there. And so... Um, a fun yeah, house just, of lies. The, the idea of like... Someone even said that to me before you said it, Noah. of like, you can just buy something there. And I'm like, thinking of shopping in Australia. And I don't know if I just and projecting i don't i don't think projecting this is the right word but i'm i feel like i've been to australia before and everyone's so put together there everything's mm. like clean what? fabrics yes huh? like all the women are left like like really smooth hair but it's simple you know like mm. there's not a lot of accessories they wear like chunky sweaters and they're always like they always look like right out of a j crew catalog everything fits perfectly but it's a little Man. slouchy and comfy there's not like they're, they just don't look stained
3: like I, I did do not experience all the time.
0: this the the same thing you're experiencing. Really, went
3: yeah. to Australia.
0: I went to Australia. I went to Melbourne and I went to mm-hmm. Tasmania and I I climbed uh, Cradle Mountain and I almost died, but uh, I did it. I got to the top and uh, I was rescued. Why would you by... almost die? Oh, I went by myself. I was with my dad. It was a trip with my dad. We went to Australia and mm-hmm. he didn't want to climb Cradle Mountain. He's uh, seventy. And I went up there I by wish myself. I had that excuse. <laughs> it was a little bit too uh, difficult for me. And the reason I wanted to do it so bad was because I know a guy from Tasmania who said I should do it, and it was easy. And then I watched a YouTube video, mm-hmm. and there was a uh, Australian guy reviewing the climb. And in the video,
2: this is the Miley Cyrus song.
0: Yeah, he was reviewing the climb. He reviewed <laughs> Wrecking Ball. <laughs> he said
2: it's easy. To yeah, listen and he said it's all easy to was, listen to. You didn't watch I the whole I listened video. to it.
0: And I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> I climbed, uh, they said in the video, they said, this mountain is uh, is an easy climb if you're Australian, but if you're American, you probably shouldn't try it.
2: Whoa, and so I what? took that Rest. personally
0: and yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to go fucking do this mountain. Challenge. I'm going to take a picture on top and then I'm going to come back to this YouTube video and comment, well, I'm American and I did it. I was American. I did What did do they it. mean
2: by that? Like, you, Australians are just climbing shit all the time?
0: Uh, yes. They learn. They, they love are.
1: parkour. Rappelling Apparently, they
0: are. Because... Preschool? I was climbing this mountain, and Australians... There wasn't that many people uh, when I was doing it, but Australians were basically like Spider-Man lapping me and laughing at me. You like, seem like
2: someone who would really struggle doing... Like, I can't <laughs> picture you physically going up a mountain, even though I know you're pretty adventurous. Like, you seem like someone who... Um, it's
0: not like with a. It's not like rock climbing, okay. like where you have it's a harness. It's like scrambling, and then like re- it's like it was really steep scrambling. Um, what
2: scrambling? Just is it called scrambling? Because you're just like going side to side.
0: Scrambling is what I do in my career. <laughs> well, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's just kind of like you're climbing um, without <laughs> using a harness because you don't need to go like sheer cliff straight up. Okay. Um, I can show you, a pic- <laughs> I'll pull up a picture during the break I can show you a picture of what it looked like But okay, I almost died and there was like People from Why? Australia
2: Why? Like, you fe- almost did you fell? I did fall or you were just like exhausted, like almost died
0: Yeah, both of those things happened I fell, one time I fell And like these are my legs And I fell like a cartoon In between a rock <laughs> Like, Oh man <laughs> It was so scary because I was standing there trying to climb to And then like the bottom leg just kind of slipped off Fuck And I went oosh
2: why do this? Because someone that's on the question. internet told you, like, did you get up there and like take in the sights and he learn it something about yourself?
0: I did it yeah, for America. I you did. it for America. ask I did an American no flag on the top of to. the mountain. I pushed over the Australian sign and I planted an American flag <laughs> and I claimed the mountain. Well, actually I went up there and there's two guys from China up there. <laughs>
2: okay. And so
0: they get, oh, they got cool. there first and they took my picture and I said, thank you. And then they left and I then I was alone on the top of the mountain contemplating going back down.
2: Yeah, did you did you feel a huge sense of accomplishment? Would you do it again? Like was it no, worth it? No,
0: no, no. It's never worth it. Doing anything is not worth it. I think
2: <laughs> are it's... you being serious? Like uh, it really wasn't worth it? No, not then worth why it. Why did you why do you continue to do these things? Yeah, like why you still make your like list? to do stuff There's like that. There's a this, certain right?
0: level of scrambling that I enjoy that's not death-defying that I'm like, that was fun. Right. I loved okay. that. This was, there, was like, I risked my life on my own in Tasmania for no fucking reason other than to just comment on a YouTube video. The view was nice. He was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was. Yeah. So on the way back down, just I up. there are these people who I was going back down and going back down is always harder than going back up. You have to remember that going back down is harder.
2: Why? Because you are like loosed up and you, you, you don't have easier, the energy. It's
0: easier to climb up because you're just pushing yourself up than to figure out ways to go down. A lot of times when you're going down, you can't even see where you can put your foot.
3: Right. It's like down below you. You're using your uh, your arm strength and your leg strength. When you go down, you're just kind of like balancing everything on your knees and your thighs. You know what
2: this appeals to me is doing it alone because I think that's part of hiking and like doing Mm -hmm. outdoor stuff that I can't get behind because I'm fast. Yeah. And I want to get through it to say I was... Like, that's the only reason I would want to do these things is to, like, accomplishment, accomplish it and then go home and be like, okay, now I can really, like, sleep and lay on the couch a lot because I just did this thing. And I feel like people are slow and I would just want to go fast.
0: I think I you would like you that. Do I it. think you would like some solo hype. Me hyping.
2: too. Okay. But then, probably... but what about the raping?
0: There's not a lot happen? of raping. And it's...
2: murder and, um... No, that happens I'll, in, I'll like... I'll have, like, a bear spray.
0: Yeah. Okay. If you're going fast, you're much less likely to get raped.
2: I do know I need more sunlight. Like Andrew Huberman, like every clip I see of him is talking about sunlight exposure and you're supposed to get up in the morning like with the sunrise and like look at it. But then... I have no idea how to do this without aging my face because there's also that. Like every every other clip is like you need sunlight exposure, and then it's like SPF is important. Don't get wrinkles. It's like you're getting mixed mm-hmm. messages. How are you supposed to get sunlight exposure? Will Bestie please write me about sunlight exposure? And I hear that he says sunlight lamps in your house are not the same. So I don't know what to yeah. do. But I think I need. And you can't some wear sunglasses. And you can't wear sun. Well, then you're supposed to stare at the sun.
3: No, we just go outside with just a natural light and have your eyes absorb it. And like,
2: but you're supposed, he says you're supposed to like bask in it, which means like face it and look at it.
0: You could also right. take vitamin D supplements.
2: I do take vitamin D supplements, but I hear that's, that's not enough.
3: Same. I need mm. I need to know. Do you do this, Noah? Do you go sunbathe? Do you like sit out in the sun? Um, I don't do it now because of melasma. Okay. Because <laughs> my hormones oh, are crazy. Yeah.
0: That's Trump's wife?
2: <laughs> yeah i hang out Wait, with her all the time
3: what your hormones make melasma worse well yeah during pregnancy so um i mean i i don't i should let's just say i should go outside more even for 10 minutes uh in the morning where the sun is not as strong as in the afternoon
2: yeah i need more of it uh, if any besties have any kind of advice on how to do this properly or a youtube video because i've looked into it and it's it's everyone's telling you different things I need some concrete Um, here's what you do Nikki this is the simplest way to do it without aging your face I don't Chris told Mm. me that I could just do my back and just have a hideous back and I was laughing so (laughs) hard because he said I could have a hideous back because that is thank you for acknowledging that the sun will make whatever you have the sun on hideous okay we gotta go to break I'll be right back with this what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C, Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki Fun night out in your town, which It's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country. 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't tell comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Um, yeah, I need more sunlight exposure, I guess. Um, and I've just been, I've been feeling pretty down recently. And so I've been obsessively watching these YouTube videos of this girl that I've already talked about. Her name is Hannah Yuri or something. Um, and she does trauma informed yoga or trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something trauma informed. I don't even know what it is someone a bestie or someone wrote to me recently being like I'm so depressed I don't know what to do anymore like I can't handle this and I was like all I know that makes me feel better is watching this girl speak gently to me and you don't even do the yoga she's describing you just listen to it and it feels so calming and so soothing I literally listen to like 5 hours of this girl a week and she is one that's like for the hips and she talks like this and Everything is her t. Like she'll write, she'll say like it, the, like guitar, uh, lighting, like everything that she says is enunciated so perfectly. I'm obsessed with her voice. I can't recommend it enough. I am so obsessed with it. It's it's truly
3: my life recently. Do is you just, just watching this? Girl. Watch the videos or do you do the yoga along with her? No,
2: I just put it next to my head and I cl- put on my sleep mask. And I listen, I do not Mm. do any of it, but you could do it and it would be amazing. And the comments underneath the the ones, so it's called trauma-informed yoga hips, releasing stored trauma. And all the comments are like, I cried so much. I released so much stress. I have released so much, like people are like giving her donations because they can't, they can't believe how much this released so much stuff Mm. for them. I don't cry when I listen to these because I'm not doing the exercises, but her voice is just so fucking soothing. It's Hannah. H A N N A H U I R I U R I U I R I Yuri. Um trauma informed yoga teacher. It's so gentle and soothing. I can't even it's so nurturing. I don't know what I would do without it right now. Like I I I'm like obsessed with it because I'm just like man.
0: That's b- great. Life has
2: been hard.
0: The more that I hear about stuff like that, if it was 10, 15 years ago, I'd be like that's such bullshit. That trauma bullshit, yoga bullshit. I mm-hmm. would hate that. But the more I live, the more I realize that stuff like that works and uh especially if it works for you, it's like a, it's great.
2: Yeah, I actually
0: believe that it works.
2: Yeah, because well now wow. you know, Brian, yeah. because you know all about how like stress um stores the body in the keeps body. The score. Body keeps the score, and like all yep. of your pain is pretty much just like your brain's uh, anguish redirecting <laughs> things that it can't handle from yeah. your childhood or from whatever. It doesn't have to be that um, traumatic, but it's just like rerouting it to um, weak parts of your body. Then it like beats the fuck out of those nerves. But it's mm-hmm. like your brain doing it, and it's all yep. yeah, it's all connected. W- when did you realize that? And was it did it take you a while to like believe it
0: well it's just you know all the things that i've gone through in terms of like a chronic pain the things that actually cured it were generally mental and it takes you a while to get to that point where you accept that as your fate and i know people who have not accepted that as their fate and they resist and they just struggle and suffer when Mm -hmm. the answers are right before them
2: well i have Mm -hmm. to say that um one of our friends who was experiencing horrible back pain Remember.
0: Oh, I remember.
2: He, yeah, well, he got surgery and now it's no! fine. No, what? But it's fine.
0: Yeah, let's just wait six months.
2: Yeah, I know it'll come back because it Cause again like too. surgery the is sur- the mental because Hopefully it's he's the placebo. he's not listening to
0: this, but he's not great uh so you get the surgery and then the, you're right the placebo happens and you feel like oh my god that did fix it and then eight months later another stressful Eight event. months later you
2: start working on f boy island three <laughs> 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 and you get stressed out again because i you told can't him, i the... said
0: under no circumstances should you well, get he's, surgery why would
2: he listen to you
0: I don't know because I was so adamant.
2: <laughs> I know it was yes, conviction. He was out of options. It, no, but he, although he did not I know he wasn't. I sent him the book Healing Back Pain, but he wouldn't yeah. read it because people just don't want to believe it's in their head. They want to believe a scalpel. Everything in their head. Don't you see? It. Everything's in it. your head because I mean I can't believe I, my whole family: my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother-in-law. None of them have ever been to therapy ever it is so fucking wild I like dawned on me the other night I was like you guys have never gone like how how do you think you are just fine like how how why do you go to the doctor then why do you work out why do you do why do you read books to learn more like do you think that you have all the information about yourself figured out and that you alone can solve it all for yourself like i just don't and people go i don't have the money i have offered to pay for them to go there's just no interest why because they're scared that it might mean they're they what what is the fear i i truly in my cannot family, understand it
3: they just don't believe in it What's
2: uh, there's there only, to not believe? I don't there's understand. There's one person
3: that goes to therapy, and she's very well adjusted and wonderful. But everybody else, like they just don't understand it.
0: What am I going to talk to somebody for forty minutes and that, and pay them two hundred dollars? I think hear that's their, part their opinions. Of
3: it. Like they think a therapist just gives opinions. That's the that's the kind of therapist. Or some I some like, people, but
0: some people believe that if you go to a therapist, then you're crazy. It's for crazy and people. That, yes, you're yeah, not. I'm not crazy. I'm. It's I'm a fine. When are all the people
3: that
2: believe that gonna die? Like I know that's like a Soon. leftover thing Soon. from.
0: Wait, you just said you, you don't know, want them to die. You said you don't know what you're gonna do.
2: No. Okay, that's a true. Baby. I want all of them to die <laughs> except my parents. But not my parents. And wait, sorry, not yours either. Anyone you that guys. we
0: know, or that anyone that we know yes.
2: knows, uh, or besties, anyone that you guys <laughs> love. But if you don't yeah. love them, I hope they die. Oh, um, that would be
0: so. Now I'm on board. That would be so great if everyone else died, It's so funny to say. I hope
2: <laughs> someone dies because it doesn't. And people go, "That's so mean." It's like, well, it's gonna happen. Your no dreams one's avoided will come it. true eventually. Yeah, it's always gonna happen. I had, man. I know I talked about this in my special that's not co- released yet. But I truly forget I'm going to die sometimes. Oh, sorry, I'm not. I don't mean to trigger you, Brian. I know you don't like to talk about this. Let's change, death, Let's change the subject. It's my
0: least favorite thing.
2: I know, <laughs> but we all something. have to do it. And like it. I'm not re- going to do it. I remembered it. this morning I have to die. And I really was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, whoa. Yeah, oh, that feeling. Like that just that feeling of like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not going to. I don't get to opt out of this. Like, I feel like most decisions in like getting married or having kids, like these big life moments, you get a choice of whether you can do them or not as a woman in the modern world. Like that, those used to be as imminent as death. Like you're gonna have a baby. Cause if you don't want to, we'll just rape you and make you keep it. Like mm-hmm. there's, there was no choices. I just saw poor things last night. So I'm filled with like what women were supposed to be and what we, what we're made to be and, and how suppressed we used to be. But um, and I I I can't stop seeing images of Emma Stone's uh, Bush, which I saw upwards of thirty-two times in that what? film. Just uh, time Whoa. out for a second. Poor things. Yeah, Emma Stone was amazing. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Amazing yeah. performances. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, so so funny. Love Rami. Ruffalo. Um, was so good in his mm-hmm. like break for me. I've seen, you know, obviously he had the show, um, his show Rami, but yeah. his, Oh, that was he Rami. Was, <laughs> he, uh, he was so good in it as well. <laughs> All the performance is great. Did I care for it? My mom and I almost walked out a couple times and I, it got to the point where I was like, is it going to be f- I go, mom, should we should walk out because this is funnier if we walk out than if we finish it. Like I don't, I literally don't care about how this ends. Yeah. I am, I'm not invested in this. I got a little invested to, about 10, well, there was 10 minutes left. It's an, it's two hours and 21 minutes long. Too long.
3: Too long. Oh, yeah. Why do they do that? 90 minutes. I get minutes. it when it's says killers of the flower moon. Only, only 30 it's like,
0: views of the bush.
3: Dude.
0: I want 50 <laughs> bush views. There is no, tell me hour, the
2: difference. 25 between, per hour minimum. Poor things. Please, someone who's seen poor things.
0: Porn I want things. you
2: Exactly. Tell me the difference between what we saw Emma Stone do and what porn porn pornograph pornographic actresses do. Tell me tell me the difference.
0: I'll tell you the difference. how much they're getting paid.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Bam. And one is Boom. scripted and the other is also Lightly they're both scripted. acting. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're both I'll, acting. The porn's
0: not WGA though. So. And,
2: and you could say, yeah, you could say. The the, they the, don't have the stuff minimums. that Emma Stone is doing is art, but why? And because and no one's gonna jerk off to it. I I beg to differ. Uh, yeah. Yes, they will. Yes, they off. will. There's so many sex scenes in this. There's so many dicks. Uh There's so many you see her bush you see her tits you see her ass you see everything you see her getting railed in every different way.
0: People are jerking off to Emma Stone movies when she's not naked.
2: Yeah I I just (laughs) no. this is no shade because as you know I love porn actresses and I feel like they should be able to float uh, seamlessly between Hollywood and Bollywood and pornography. I want them to do it all. Yeah. But I don't understand why this is different. Yeah. because because why?
0: It's art. Because, but I've why? been watching uh, Euphoria, which is an incredible show. I'm c- I can't believe I'm I, so I c- late to the game. Wait, season? The f- are you on the
3: first? Um, season? I just
0: finished the first season of Euphoria. Um, I had watched a few episodes. And, oh my god, the writing on Euphoria is so good. I didn't like good. it. Didn't but like there is it. a lot of naked. Uh, who they're playing Teams? teenagers? They're not teenagers in real life, but they're playing teenagers, and there's a lot of right. nudity in Euphoria. I think it's a thing <sighs> these days. You gotta, if, you know, people don't, the actresses of of today don't seem to care as much about just being full nude in a show or movie. That's just what I'm viewing from euphoria and from what you're describing in things. Because I remember I, like I in the 90s, in the 90s, if, if an you actress shot, ripped her tits out, it was um, like on the on Entertainment Tonight.
2: And and it would be, it would kind of like define her career for so long. Like that was yes. all people would kind of talk about. Yes. I mean, Sharon Stone in um whatever that one is where she uncrosses her legs. Oh, do yes. you even no see way. Pussy or is it just implied? Like I don't
0: You go in the Pussy in that one. You no. travel up the Euro. Do you see
2: lips? Because I d do, I don't think you do, yet everyone assumes that, that she just showed full
0: puss. Yeah. No, but I think it was just the was implication, just a sh- of, yeah. implication of puss that got the country all horned up. But,
2: I'm feeling bad for saying blow job on stage in front of kids and I'm being like treated like I can't believe you did that yet Emma Stone is having sex in every different position, completely nude which no mm-hmm. n- no judgment from me like it's fine. I just don't understand the different why we shame Those same kids certain have the right papers
0: about poor things and then probably they, yeah
2: I, whereas like I people act like I can't be around their kids because of the content of which I speak <laughs> on stage in a safe space where <laughs> only adults are there. but Emma Stone, gets to be on, like, have, you know, cover girl commercials. Like, she is, uh, she gets to be on any commercial she wants. She can be God on any network. It. She can do, she, she can, I can't, they won't let me on CBS anymore. ABC, these are family networks. And it's not like they won't let me on, but it's it's harder for me to get on those places because of the content of what I do. Yet she gets to do this film and still work. I just don't, not that I don't want her to work. I just want, I, you know, the porn star that I, Carter Cruz, who I worked with, um, On the Burt Chrysler tour, she wasn't allowed to do their Daytona or their uh, Dayton, Ohio date because Mm. the venue owner found out that she was a porn star and she was, she wasn't doing porn in the show. She was just being a DJ. So why are some people forbidden from having sex on screen and it makes them a, uh, you know, they have to wear a scarlet letter and a pariah, but then others are like upheld for it. I just don't, Mm. I just don't get it. I was watching this and my mom and I were just like enough. We get it. She's a prostitute. Mm -hmm. We get she has to have sex with a bunch of different guys. It just it doesn't feel like we needed to see it. It felt gratuitous. But because it's like this film that's shot with a fish eye lens and has all these yeah. wacky colors and William, Willem Dafoe is in it, it's oh. suddenly art. Like, I yes. just don't get it. What's right. the if difference? If Willem
0: Dafoe's in it, it's art. Spider-Man, Green Goblin.
2: But then porn, if you watch porn, you're like a horrible person and you have to hide it from everyone that you saw it. But like if Not you anymore. saw poor things, you're like a, you're a, um.
0: I was driving through Texas. Philistine.
2: I don't know what that word means, but yes.
0: Uh, and uh, it was one of the worst roads I've ever driven down. It was in uh, Southwestern Texas. It was close to the border. I drove through a town that looked like it was like designed to look like a shitty town. And in this town, (laughs) there was a drive, a drive-in movie theater, you know, like, uh, everyone knows what that is. A drive-in movie theater that showed porn. Oh, wow. It showed Porn. And the screen like was... The back of the screen was facing the road, so you couldn't, like, see the screen, but it was showing porn. That's how crazy... No that, way. Just, yes, it was showing porn. It was... The, how all do you the, know? Because it said what movies are showing, and it showed ads, and it said XXX drive-in movie theater. We took pictures of it. This That's was two so years ago. Cr- that,
2: I don't mind that. But it's... It, oh, I, I mean, there's theaters you could go to and jerk off in, weren't yeah. there? Those.
0: Why not have an outdoor one?
2: Right, where you could can they be like in your they need own sunlight car, exposure. So yeah, and you're yeah. in your own car. That's you don't disturb better. anyone. Yeah. Can I talk about this for a second? Speaking of like disturbing people around you. So during the movie, I am texting Anya about how I don't really, I'm not really sold on it. And I think it's like trying too hard to be kind of cuh and artsy. But also, I may be missing the points, much like I did it with May, December. I was totally off about that one. Like everything oh, it I knew was about actually it was good. So poor things. It's not bad, but is it, a, it it's. Would I recommend someone see it? Sure, yeah, because I just yeah. want to talk to someone about it. I th- I think there were good things about it. I I give it a a B plus, but it, I'm I'm not. It wasn't anywhere close to being something of like my favorite movie. But the B performances for were Bush. amazing. And Willem Dafoe in that movie, once you see it, besties, that's how I look in the mirror to myself. I said it to my mom. He appeared on screen. I go, that's what I think I look like. And she laughed so hard because it's like, it's just, he's like Frankenstein together. Mm -hmm. And I really do. And I feel like I do have like a structured face, but I feel like that grotesque most days when I wake up. And it was just a very clear indication of exactly how I feel. I look, but, um, okay. So I'm texting Anya. I'll just read to you what I texted because I want you to get the full idea of what happened here and I want to get your opinion on it. Okay. So, (laughs) okay. Um, Oh, we got into it about God. We got, okay. So I said, have you seen poor things? She said, not yet, but one, two, I said, I hate it. Okay. This is what time was this? Eight Oh six. So this was only 20 minutes in. Okay. That wasn't fair to say (laughs) I hate it. Twenty minutes. This was 20 minutes. This is maybe 15 <laughs> minutes hours left because it started. It's no, actually, sorry. This was an hour in, this was an hour okay. and five minutes in. Okay. okay. I, I mistake. This movie That's started okay. at six forty-five. That was at eight Oh six. And you know, you got to count for previews. Yes. She said, ha Really? Maria said, it's trying to be too weird. I said, it's just trying to be so cool. She said, should I skip it? Is Emma any good? I said, I want to hear what you think. She's really good, but it's just annoying. My mom hates it too. We want to walk out. And she goes, LOL, you're in a theater, Nikki, exclamation mark, ha, 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 ha. And I said, and I know what that's about because Anya does not like when people have their phones out in theaters, which uh-huh. who does? That's a very obnoxious thing to do. But can I just say, I said, yeah, my phone is nearly dark. Okay. I turned down the brightness all the way down. It's. I said, it's literally disturbing no one. The man coughing behind me is way worse. There's this man going, (laughs) every two minutes, he would like clear his throat with this really guttural cough that you could tell he was struggling and and holding it in most of the time. He wanted to do it way more often than he was. So when it did happen, it would just sound like Mount Vesuvius. It was horrible. (laughs) I said, I'm in a row by myself, just with my mom. No one can see me. My mom doesn't care about all. My mom was literally sleeping. She fell asleep during it. (laughs) And I said, that's a dumb rule. And then she just thumbs down the man coughing behind me is way worse. Do you think it is it is out of line for me to turn down my phone all the way? There's no one in my row. I'm keeping it very low. So literally, and there's no one in front of me either. There's only people behind me, but they cannot see my phone because it is so low. And I'm holding it down by my waist, looking into it. No one can – I don't think any. there's no way anyone could see. I, If you know me, I'm not someone who does anything to be obnoxious around other people. I, I Aside from talking openly about blowjobs on stage in front of kids, which I was horrified by when I realized <laughs> I was doing it, um, I really don't like to be like, look at me, talking loudly, brightness on my phone. Like I'm so aware of how other people – are, are around me do you think it's out of line and why do we have to treat the movies so delicately it's Sacrosanct. the movies well you can't like why is it why is it okay to open your phone on a plane that is totally dark in the middle of the night why is that not like shunned upon but the movies this is the cinema people have there's you know like why is it so protected at the movies uh, uh, what do you think well because
0: this? you go there for an experience you i, I think Ugh. one of the reasons why you go to a movie is so to be completely money. enwrapped in the movie you have a giant screen you have surround sound it's dark and okay. you're also experiencing it with other people and you unlike when you're at home you generally can't just get up and walk around and then come back to watch the movie oh
2: i was dying to do that i wanted to press <laughs> stop on it to see how much longer it had in it so many times so many times.
0: I think if you want to do that, if you want to text or talk or cough like Mount Vesuvius during a film, you should just watch it at home because these days you can pretty much. And going no. to the movies should be a special experience where you're like, you wouldn't do that, say, at a live performance of something. I think it's a similar experience. You yes, want I would.
2: If no one was going to see me and I'm a- only disturbing myself, literally no one, but you don't I wouldn't know do that. it if I was in a full row. Yes, I did know because there I. There might be
0: people behind you who were like, I can see that light and it's bothering there's me, no but not tell you. There's no way they could because
2: I was holding it down by my waist. I know what physics are and I know like the angle at which people can see things. There's no way they you could have seen it. You did the
0: calculations?
2: No, but like I can kind of surmise there was no one in my room. If there was someone next to me, I absolutely wouldn't have done it, or I would have put it inside my purse and like created a little referee. I think we
0: should do That's MythBuster's fine. tunnel. There should be a MythBusters episode about this where we get Nikki in a theater and I'm with sorry. a phone.
2: My phone even at full brightness where you could see it is not as annoying as people opening their bags of skinny pop popcorn because this pop, this place does not pop their own popcorn. They just sell you bags of skinny pop and wow. people are opening those. That's like your of things dream. And sh- I know, and shoving it in their mouths <laughs> and chewing loudly. And like, that's annoying too.
0: Yeah, no, it's all annoying.
2: So I just, I, I was I watching a movie. One I was really time. offended that she thought I was like someone who would tr- like, purposely or just like, I don't care about other people's experience. It was literally bothering no one. There's no way. Everyone's yes.
0: existence is is bothersome and there's all sorts of things. It doesn't have to be noise or light. It could be smell. Like sometimes someone whips oh. out a disgusting hot dog and it's like, I know that they sell those there, but it stinks like pig shit now in this whole theater. Yes. yes. I don't want to smell your stench.
2: But I just don't know why these have to be such sacred spaces. I'm not... I would never really truly do something disgusting and annoying. If I had a, a a chronic cough, I would not be going to the cinema. You know, like, I'm not someone who would, whoever wants anyone to be like, that girl over there is so, like, I just, I keep it, I keep it tight, you know? There was so one time I, I went like to a, a movie
0: that was that they did not treat it like a sacred space. Um, and it was one of the best movie experiences I've ever had. I went to go see
3: oh, The too. Raid
0: Redemption, which is one of the best, like, kung fu Salat movies from Indonesia of all time. And I went to go see it at a theater that was in a predominantly black neighborhood. Yeah, I
2: know what and you're talking
3: about. And I
0: mean do. this th- we there was five standing ovations during this movie.
3: Mm. It's amazing. That was my best experience too at King's yeah. Plaza. Everyone Wanna was see? just yelling at the screen. This that movie that's great. I okay, so I went with my brother's ex-girlfriend and she's she was like just like uh unapologetically loud and obnoxious as is Mm -hmm. And we went to King's Plaza and it was like a predominantly black audience and we saw, I think it was The Conjuring. It was a movie about like a, like haunting. And every time something would happen with a ghost, the whole theater would scream. And then there was one, there was one part where um, it was like a very suspenseful scene and my brother's ex blew her nose and it sounded like a giant (laughs) fart. And the whole theater just like erupted.
2: It was so fun. That's so fun. Yeah, my dad and I still talk about when we went to see me, myself, and Irene. I mean, what year was that 2003. and it was at a in a predominantly uh, black neighborhood. And does that make
0: us? Is that weird? that we're like i really is that like white tourism like are, no are we, we
2: i think it's very commonly known that black people it. talk in movie theaters. but we're like we like, ventured
0: the into the black neighborhood no, to I mean, see like, the movie amongst
2: i didn't i didn't say i ventured it's not like i was like it was I in my so you, neighborhood, implied, me. you
0: implied ventured
2: yeah and i almost died much like <laughs> you on that mountain
0: <laughs> no it
2: was just like, i lived there yeah, I I think yeah, we just I was we were on a I, mission trip and so no. Uh it was just I, like where it was playing.
0: Yes. I don't want to sound racist, but I do believe that I black audiences That's in comedy downstairs. are far superior to white audiences and I, if I I would love to I wouldn't be, know.
2: There's like two black people per show for me. Oh
0: my god. I mean, I've been on well, I well you just got to watch watch like I was watching yeah. Chris Rock's Bigger and Blacker. Um I was rewatching that. Oh, that was yeah, 1999. Right. That mm-hmm. was at the Apollo mm-hmm. and he even says at the beginning of the show, um white people up top tonight, which is uh, hilarious. <laughs> and that audience is just like having so much fucking fun. Yes. I mean that special's maybe top 5 of all time. I mean he just Which one was it? Bigger and blacker. Chris oh, Rock, yeah, Bigger yeah, and of Blacker. Course. Where he does gun control, we need bullet control. That one.
2: Yes. Yes. Um
0: and I'm just like, man, what, a! I mean, how nice must it be to be able to perform at the Apollo, to do your special at the Apollo in front of an audience that's just that reactive to everything you're doing? Whereas I don't think a white audience, maybe, I don't know, is Burt Kirscher's show like that? Are they as wild and partying? Burt like, What <laughs> Bert Kreischer. What's the equivalent, what's the equivalent white Bert crowd? Uh, Drunk. Having that good Drunk. of a time.
3: We, we have to get wasted.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately.
3: are yeah. on free. our phone. Yeah. (laughs) What'd you say? I said, otherwise we're on our phone distracted. Or just like judging and kind of just like, what? Coughing.
0: There's a lot of coughing in white audiences.
2: (laughs) 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 And just holding in your pee because you don't want to be called out. (laughs) So it's just like people just anxiously thinking about how they have to pee so badly, politely laughing if you look at them. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's, we're so, we're so uptight. Yeah. I think that's what I get from it. But also, the laughs that, like, my mom and I were laughing, that, let me just say the right places in this show, in this movie, because some stuff was really funny. But, like, it just made me realize how easy it is to make people laugh. Like, I think I talked about this before when I went to go see a certain comedy movie, and I was just disgusted with my fellow man at how they laughed at every dumb thing. And I was like, oh, this is why sitcoms are as cheesy as they are, because it's so easy to make people go, whoa, whoa. She just said, oh, the, like the classic, like, he's right behind me, isn't he? Like, we've never seen that before. Like, just these these jokes you've seen a million times and people are, it was nice to see people laughing that freely. Like, oh, they, they're not as cynical because I guess I am. But there was really funny stuff in it. But no one was laughing at the parts my mom and I were laughing at. And I'm not trying to say we're smarter, but I think we were. And <laughs> all the other parts, I was just like, man, I got to, I got to like change the way I do comedy. It's e- it's easier than I think.
0: Hmm. Yeah. You know? We got to go to break. Okay.
2: <laughs> Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin and the Crew and How I Met Your Mother. fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country. 150 cities in Canada, the U S and the UK. Don't tell comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online, be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me guys. Get tickets at do and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me. But even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone. And that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I, I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online, and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest, get it off your chest. With BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nikki Glazer today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. help. dot com slash Nikki Glazer. Okay, we're back. Final thought. I'm going to Australia. I think it's a 14-hour flight. Oh yeah. Melby.
0: Are you going where, are you going to Hawaii first or is this full? No, straight that flight? would be
2: nice. Drop me off there. No, um, I'm going, I think it's just straight there.
0: Damn. And from St. Louis. Suit,
2: I bought you it can't with Miles. The whole thing. Yeah, I, I probably can. If I can, uh, it, it, I really might do that. Chris will just be watching movies the entire time. He,
3: you like, should he really get up and walk around movies.
0: at least once during a flight that long.
3: Yeah, I, I will. Well, because yeah. I have to pee, you know. Mm-hmm. You could you open the window and get direct sunlight. Like, the sun will be right there. Yeah. Apparently,
2: the sun rays up there really intense and you're not supposed to do that at all because it's, like, cancer-causing for sure because there's no, like, protection of the something. I don't know. They mm. were just saying that, like in the air you should keep that window down but you're right i should get a little sun that would be good um yeah i don't know what i'm go- i mean i love a long flight the longer the better it, it I, I, I i know on these long flights like when we went over to europe i would be like sad because it was only seven hours and i was like i just want one more hour where no one can get me and there's nothing expected i am a little nervous about like not being plugged into the like not working and not feeling like I'm doing something every yeah. day that I'm for like accomplishing For the whole two weeks, things. you're
0: saying. not just for, for like yeah.
2: 10 days. Yeah, the yeah. whole two weeks. Like being over there and not having, doing, I guess I could do some sets or something, but then no. But then that turns into like, everyone's got to come see you, like all of our friends, and I just don't want that. I would just want to perform for strangers, you know? You're so, going to
0: come back from Australia, and like Taylor Tomlinson's going to have another special out, and she will, Ali actually. Wong's <laughs> going to have another show on Netflix, and it's just going to be... Yeah, what the like, fuck was i doing i Stop. don't even want those things i have things, a boomerang though. you know yeah
2: <laughs> i literally like a made a boomerang of me just i should do a boomerang with me with a boomerang
0: oh yeah you know like well, have
2: the video i wonder yeah. if that's been done um never
0: i don't think it's ever been done
2: no especially gu- not I in Australia. I'm not worried about other people accomplishing things because that keeps happening and i'm not getting anything i like i've been in a constant state of depression for i think like three three years no like three months now where it's just like I can't get out of it and so I just I can't get things done at all I I like I was supposed to pick a tour name and pictures of myself from my tour like I I had a photo shoot on December 20th and I was supposed to go through those photos by the new year and send all the new photos to the promoters promotion team have them making new posters let's rebrand my tour because I've had it called the good girl tour for like almost two years now. And I'm really, I'm going back to the same markets and they're going to be like, this is the same tour. And I'm like, no, it's not. So I just decided today I'm naming it Nikki Glazer live. I don't want a name for the tour because I looked up tour names and I realized that everyone has like a good name for a tour, which is fine. If you like really feel like that's what your tour is about. I'm always switching up my act. And so I don't feel like there's any one thing I can call it. And then I saw Bill Burr called his tour Bill Burr live. And I'm just like, thank you. Like, I don't need it to be anything else. That just tells you what it is. You mm-hmm. see a poster. You're like, that's her live that's cool. here. So I'm just doing Nikki Glazer live because I was struggling the past three days trying to come up with a name and I'm just feeling so disconnected from all of them. I went through even the depressions era tour, even though that fits so what my life is right now. I don't think that's a really good selling point. And I think I, she could get litigious and like sue me for it. And I think the era's tour is going to change. Like I think making something based off of the era's tour. Um, oh, sorry. I maybe didn't even mention that I was going to do it, call it the depression Era's tour and like have all the same imaging, but just obviously with me. Um. And I thought it was a really good idea. Bestie suggested, it, I think on an Instagram live once. And I decided against that because if you don't know the Eras tour, which is probably like 20% of America, 30%, you'll be like, anymore. what is it's this?
0: Like 5% probably. Yeah.
2: Especially but, if they're
0: potentially going to go to one of your shows.
2: Yeah. I, but I just also like, you are like, do you want to hear a girl talk about depression? Like, it just seems like it's just not no. good yeah, marketing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all the, all of it would be funny. The posters and stuff would be really funny, but mm-hmm. if it's just on a marquee and you're like, what the fuck is that? Or you just see it listed on something. It just doesn't, Say what it is. So I'm just Nikki Glaser mm-hmm. live. I reviewed all these photos that I took in December.
3: Um, yesterday, I don't took think any of those so would have fit like a depression tour era. Oh yeah, tour you thing. saw them
2: too. They were. I made I Noah go
3: through them first. Oh boy, mm. I could have helped you. By the way, I mean I picked the ones that I wanted for the podcast, but I could have. Picked more for yeah, you. But I, I love I, looking I, at them. And,
2: and everyone was like, yeah, have have people look at them. I had my assistant, Jen, look at them. I had you look at them. But even if Jen sent me her faves, you sent me your faves. I c- even if I saw those, I'd be like, there could have been better ones in there that they missed. Like I can't, I can't just relinquish Trust when it comes to like my sure. face and my material to anyone else. Like if someone were to be like, Nikki, let this person edit your special for you. I still would be like, mm, there might be things that I really like about like I've I've never once had someone. Like people always like pictures of me that I'm like, I've never seen a more disgusting photo of myself. You know, like, I think we all can relate to that where someone's mm-hmm. like, this is so you. And you go like, no, I look disgusting. And you, you just can't even believe anyone would think you look good in that. And you go, that's what I look like now. So it, there was really just no way for me to have anyone do it but myself. And so I had to look through all of them. And it is so hard to model. Can I just say that? It is models do have a very – some of it, some it just comes naturally to them, but like you have to have everything from your shoulders to your fingertips doing a thing that looks smooth and delicate, and it is truly impossible. I really want every woman in my life who is not in entertainment to have to do this so that they can relate to my struggle because it's so – not what I am cut out to do yet. I still have to do it. And it is so hard. I would say one out of every 100 photos was even, even usable because sometimes the, my face would be okay, but then my hand would be doing some weird claw thing or Ah, my shoulder would be bent forward. Or like, um, I, it just, there was, it was like Willem
0: Dafoe in the Movie.
2: it was a nightmare to look at them and gr- gratefully I have enough space because it was December 20th so now it's a month and a half later and I'm like oh I've totally changed since then and um but it was uh, people are I getting better at so it too because kids are myself. just
0: growing up having to pose constantly for photos and I feel like yeah. they're just like learning the poses when it's like when they're seven and it's going to be ingrained into their yeah. skill set forever
2: I think I want to take a class. If there was like a class about how to pose in pictures mm-hmm. and be a model, I would take it um, because it's it's something I have to do frequently enough. And although I have like my main poses, like the picture I p- picked, it's the same picture that I took for the Good Girl Tour. It's the same one. It's the same pose. It's the same kind of look. There's I, I don't have a multitude of looks to choose from. It's mm. I wish I was like... Um, an artist who doesn't show their face. Like, not like Sia. Sia. I'm not talented enough to be Sia, but, like, I just wish that I didn't have to, like, show my face all the time. But that's yeah. part of it, you know? Like, that you have to do these things, and it's just so hard to do, and it's um, it's not getting better. You know, like, I'm only going to age more. Uh, Anya was talking last night about seeing some show that Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman is in, mm. and she said literally that Hugh Grant's face is just too giant... Uh, Crow's feet all the way down, (laughs) and it's somehow very sexy and distinguished. And Nicole Kidman has is so tight; there's no movement on her face. Like, Mm -hmm. and and everyone can say, "Well, we didn't ask her to do that." I don't think she would have this role if she didn't do those things. If she looked like her face
0: to collect rainwater after a storm. (laughs) What do you mean? How tight it is.
2: What, like why a, would it
0: like a stretch? That's how you, well, okay, that's how you collect rainwater. Okay. You stretch that's a survivalist out survivalist. Well, obviously, technique. this is this, they, they stretch <laughs> out like a, a piece of paper or tarp or something, and then the rainwater collects and then goes down into a little bucket.
2: Yes, but Anya and I were like, How did Anya's like, I want to find out like how it got this way. Like, why is it this way that men get to be this way and women get to be this way? And I'm just like, It's, it's both men and women contributing to this. Like, we mm-hmm. won't stand up, there's only like three of us and myself not included, that are like, I'm not going to wear makeup anymore. I'm not going to dress like this. I'm not. I'm going to wear what I want. But the rest of us are still, no one's strong enough to stop it. We, we can't get out of it. And she's like, maybe the next generation. I go, no, we're fucked.
0: No, Sephora the next generation the is even worse. N- yeah,
2: they're because worse. Because the next
0: generation, every picture, every time they're seen in the public light is usually on the internet where there's filters. And then they go out into the real world. And they have to look like not even themselves on camera. They look like a much worse version of what people are seeing on the internet because there's filters.
2: Oh, yes, a good point. Hmm. The filters are killing me. Yeah. And... (laughs) And there were some shots that I was like, oh, I want to take out my eye bags, but I'm really against like doing any of that stuff because not because I want to set an example for little girls and be like, this is what a real woman looks like. I just don't like to lie to myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't want, because then people will be like, Nikki, you're so beautiful. And I won't believe them because I know it's what I did to show. that picture. So it won't mm-hmm. it won't matter. And
1: Kendrick it doesn't said. matter when
2: people say I look beautiful. I, like, I looked, everyone's like, you look so amazing at the Grammys. And I'm just like, as I always say, I don't, it's not real. (laughs) Like, of course I do. There Mm -hmm. was five hours. I had to pay literally $6,000 to look that good for hair, makeup, and styling spray tan. It it was approximately probably $5,200. Um, there that's, anyone should look good with that. And people go, no, it's not everyone. C-. It's like, yes, they could because it's all, there was hair extensions. There was eyelash ex- extensions. There was makeup. There was spray tan. Like it's, um, it's, it just all, it's so exhausting to do it all, but you, you, I, I don't know what to do and it's always going to get, it's only going to get worse. That's my fear is that it just doesn't, I want to just do a a massive dose of mushrooms or something. To make my DMT. brain not care, like yeah, I, mean, I feel a like point, that you is the only transition. way at this point is to get a like a lobotomy. I, yeah. I just like I can't because my face, my outside, is never going to start getting younger and and hotter. It's just not going to happen. What do I do? Because I watched this documentary. About this guy named Boogie eight eight nine or something. He was like a a YouTuber that did a bunch of like. Do you know about this guy, Brian?
0: No, never. He's like a gamer
2: YouTuber. he 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 made he was one of the first YouTubers. Uh,
0: I know Boogie seven three two, but not eight eight nine.
2: He uh he made a he was making a bunch of money through YouTube, his channel where he would do live streaming and whatever. I don't know. Uh, maybe twitching or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um. And then he just started getting depressed, gaining a lot of weight, spending s- oh, too much money than it. he had. And it's
3: like, it's, what was that? That's it. I think it's just managing your depression yeah, and working through that. That's the only way that you'll be able to continue working in the industry and not care so much about. Yeah. But- well, I guess not to care. You will care about your appearance because you present yourself well. And even at your shows, you've talked about like dressing up on stage so that people come and and they come for like a show and it's I yeah guess,
1: like,
0: yeah I yeah that's that's stuck with me too that's why I wear my yeah. coat.
3: So I think just like it, it's it's the depression that is getting in your way because yes. it's not the way you look in photos. It's because I have for a completely Nikki. different opinion. It's yes. tough
0: because Nikki's career has so far up to this point a lot of it has been based on looks like you're you're. You're a good-looking comedian. You always dress up. You like this is a big part of your presentation. Yes. Yeah. And so, in order to get off of that, you'd have to like make a legitimate like pivot and be like, now I'm and the I won't horrendous back woman. You know.
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the sunburnt back lady.
2: I I won't get off it. I mean, I I have to eventually because we all age to a point of being pretty grotesque. But I to, I think that I just need to do massive like it does start with my brain. Like, I know that it's like, it's, I have a a disease in my brain, which gets no respect. Like in terms Mm -hmm. of like people with cancer, people with, um any kind of terminal physical illness so much respect so much pity so much oh my god are you okay yeah. how could well, there's nothing we can do but you know even though we can't do anything like we're here to help you um mm. here like everyone fucking gets it with cancer but with depression it seems like it's just your choice you're choosing not to find someone to to you're not you're choosing not to find the right treatment or whatever it's just like but but it's, it's, you a can't find the imbalance. right treatment because the thing, like you're trying to fix a broken leg and they're telling you to go run somewhere to get the right. treatment. Uh-huh. So like you can't, if you have depression, you, it's hard to make doctor's appointments. It's hard. I just got my fucking meds filled today. I'm supposed to be on 60 milligrams of something. Guess what? It's 10 milligrams. I started crying. Cause I'm just like, I, it took me so much fucking effort to get this med and now it's worthless um, because he gave me 10 instead of 60. So I I wrote a, an email to him being like, I don't know how I could have been clearer. I'm trying to be heard and understood by you. We knew it. We needed 60. I said, I wanted 60. How did you, how did you give me 10? How are you making this more complicated for me when you're supposed to help me? What is the fucking point? It was so frustrating. But did like, you say that? Yeah. I, what did I, say? I, I didn't say fucking, but I just said. I wrote an email so they haven't gotten back to me but I'm just like this it's really hard for me to trust you from now on when Mm -hmm. I repeated four times I think the 60 is best for me because I have a hard time filling it let's be honest I take probably 20 to 30 a day of this medicine when I need it but I I empty out the 60s and I put them in water to be so It doesn't even matter. So uh-huh. I, I I need the 60s to get me through because I can't fill these medications every fucking month because the Walgreens I go to. Because first of it's all, a a controlled substance. It's that a controlled was so substance. So annoying. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it, I can't get, like, I don't, I don't abuse it. I barely even take it. Like, uh, uh, 30 days of 60 bear, will get me through, like, literally six months. But now I have to, like, now go to this 10. it's just was so frustrating. Is this, what is and this, fentanyl? Don't worry about it. I, I don't like to say because then people start commenting about, like, you uh, should be on this and I want to be on uh, that. And they uh, just, okay, like, okay. they start having opinions and don't I just say, don't, don't say. need it. Um. So, but it's just, it's just so... I just, it makes you're, you just want to give up on the right you path. You try though. to get help, it's and one step at a time. You aren't even listening.
3: Yeah, mm. and you just can't have big expectations about managing depression. You just do one thing at a time, and you just try, try, try. Yeah, I know that you like watching the crime documentaries and the end of the world stuff, but if you slowly eliminate mm-hmm. things like that that create fear and anxiety in your head, and just replace that them, feels good to me. but I understand like
2: it's
3: just
2: negativity yes yes but I mean honestly feel any better but going shopping would make me more depressed than watching a a horror or a a documentary about like a rape murder crime like that I avoid Mm. stuff all the time that causes me depression um in terms of like not looking in mirrors, not looking at a photo shoot until a month and a half later. Like I have things in place where I know I'm instantly going to get depressed. Being around certain friends that are too perfect. Like I sometimes avoid certain friends because they trigger me to like hate myself. Like I, I try to like, and that's not a good thing that I do, but I have to do it because I know what will make me fall off the deep end. And it's still, it's just, ugh. I just, I don't know. Like I, I just. I'm frustrated that depression just always seems like y- you're, it's your fault and like you're not doing enough. And then when I try to do something, it's just so hard to do anything. about it's, I know that people can relate who are listening.
3: He, and we're so lucky because earlier in the show, we talked about our families not getting therapy and stuff. And it's like if yeah. you think about growing up in your parents' time, Ugh. they didn't even know what depression was. At least yeah. we know about they it. called it and- like
2: in Killers of the Flower Moon, this one guy has melancholy. And I was like, yeah. oh my god, someone melancholy. representation. I was like, <laughs> I have the melancholy. And he's like, he's been sad his whole life. And I'm like, me too. Like, it's so nice to hear um, about other people who suffer with it. So I think that's why I'm so open about it because obviously I get people writing to me that also suffer with it. And then I get, you know, it's and it helps me to hear that other people have it. But I also know that it helps to hear that someone has it. But it's just like, I don't really have anyone in my close life that suffers with depression like I do, except uh, Ian Fidance. I called him the other day because he always gets it. I can say the darkest shit, and he's like, Me too, man. (laughs) Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. remember when I told Carlisle one time I wanted to, I was like, I think I'm just gonna have to kill myself someday. And instead of being like supportive, (laughs) she just goes, Me too. <laughs> was <just> like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, that was hilarious. But, but Ian, uh, was really great the other day. Cause he caught me at a, and then he just started like bombarding me with calls. And I was like, not picking up. Cause I'm like, I'm on a plane and I can't talk. And he's like, well then I just pick up and just listen. And he just was being so wacky and so funny and Aww. really, really dark. And it, like it helped me because he has gone there before and, and thought those things. So it was nice. But, um, otherwise it just seems like people are just like just make your bed go for a walk
0: oh yeah um do stretches you,
2: and it's like that's a, that is all true Breathing like that
0: exercises. is exercises
2: it is all true like those things do help like Noah's suggestions of like watching more positive things are is uh, honestly a good suggestion and I and I will be more mindful of that stuff but it's just I just don't I wish more people understood how bad it is and I think that's why I try to that's why I like sometimes on girls chat or like even on here, I can say like really dark fucked up things that make, make people go kind of go like, whoa, but it's like, how else are you supposed to show what you, what is happening? Like I I need to like, kind of go like, this is how I actually feel. Like that. I I honestly think it's why a lot of times people kill themselves. Uh, I think it's because people don't believe that they're in pain. And Mm -hmm. if you kill yourself, what does everyone say? She must've been in so much pain. I can't, the pain she must be feeling must've been unimaginable. Why does no one have that said about them until after they kill themselves? No Mm -hmm. one says, you know, she's on medication. She's going to a doctor. She must be in so much pain. She can't get out of bed today. Wow, she must be in so much pain. It's usually just like, Oh, she, she's in one of her things. Like mm-hmm. the old, people only get that kind of sympathy and understanding from the general public after they throw themselves from a hotel roof. Like yeah. it's only after that people go, wow, we had no idea. People are in quiet pain all over. And it's just like, well, maybe if we made it better, o- more okay to talk about that and we we could empathize more but i I do think that's the root of why uh, like uh, I always is say yeah
0: after they kill themselves then that's an opportunity. they can make that about them
2: what whereas do you
0: mean? when you're dep- when you're de- if someone's depressed they can't make that about them but when someone kills themselves then all of a sudden they can be like oh my god I had, I had no idea they were in so much pain and I knew that person and then it becomes like a little. Uh, like a little trophy for them to hold up. Whereas when someone's depressed, there's no there's there's no yeah. ego that you can apply to that.
2: Well, because I'm not going to kill myself, but I talk about it a lot because I, I wish it was a thing that I could do more easily or like that I could do it and then come back again. You know, like there's a million reasons why I would never do it and I'm not going to do it. But sometimes I say I'm going to do it because I just want people to understand. I just... And I don't want them to get worried and call the cops or whatever, but I just want... Mm. Them, t- I get, I get why people do it. I, I, I completely understand. Not only are you do you want the pain to stop, you want people to fucking get it how miserable understood. you are. Yeah, to be understood. And I think that's what uh, a lot of depression is, is that people aren't understood. They don't feel understood. And I mm-hmm. think that's what draws me to comedy, honestly, is like because I get to talk into a microphone and be like, these are my feelings and you can't refute them by talking back or you'll get kicked out of here. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I wish it was helping more. But it's, yeah, it's just been a, a rough patch recently. But um, but it's not always this way. It's there's there's mo- There's definitely if you spend time with friends is good. If you talk about it a lot, if you listen to like when you're depressed, music sounds really good. Um, Reaching out to other friends who are depressed has been very helpful for me. Like not just talking to friends who are doing well, because it's just like, it's just hard when I don't want to call people when they're doing well. Like I have a couple people in my life right now who are really going through a sad time and it's been better for us to talk to each other. Um, And yeah, so that, that stuff has been helping and 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 honestly that Hannah's videos if you're depressed out there listen to that woman she is like so nurturing mother spirit like so understanding of of you being a little sad bitch um and i mean that with love so um i guess that's the end of the show <laughs> yeah we'll be back next week all right so i'm in australia I won't have stories from next week because we are still going to be doing pre taped episodes, but we will be up to date pretty soon. But um, these are all new episodes. These aren't repeats. We, we just banked them beforehand. We worked really hard to do so. So I hope you enjoy them. I love you, besties. Dumbika, uh, and see you next week.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I
2: thought in that moment, oh my God.
1: With Conair Girlbomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.
2: first show.